Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Happy Saturday, everyone, and thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Y'all all know the drill. Put down 5 bucks, get $150 in free plays if you bet on any of these NBA games, and you're a new customer. All right. I wanted to take a little bit of a different approach and talk about the last four athletic directors here at the U of A. And just kind of, the John Schuster lived two of these very much. Translation, he's old. He's old, but you know what? But these were also two, especially the first one. This was a good era to live through. Cedric Dempsey. Now, just looking at some of the hires that Cedric Dempsey has made. He hired Lute Olson. He hired Dick Tomey. I don't believe he did he hire Mike Andrea yeah I think so. yeah he hired Mike Andrea yeah. he, I don't believe he didn't hire Jerry Kindle that was a date. correct yeah. yeah so you hired the best football coach in school history mm-hmm. by a good percentage obviously the best basketball coach and oh by the way the best softball coach in right. softball history and I think uh I think he hired Dave Rubio as well who's still on the program what made and that, and that's so so you're talking about a guy who was here what 30 years ago right uh, who right. and there's still somebody on the staff who he hired right which what, is what kind made, of interesting in and of made, itself a lot of those pe- people stayed here a long time what made him I mean because this is all-time type stuff right it's, here it, we're it, it certainly here. changed the dynamic of what Arizona athletics right. was yeah and 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 I think there was a combination and this is one of those things where as a manager you have to have a good eye for talent and how to cultivate that talent and make it work. Okay. And that was, I think, what that, that was, I think, Dempsey's uh, skill set. Dempsey wasn't a huggy feely, necessarily family based Did you ever talk with right? him one on one? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. A little bit. Gotcha. Uh, uh, he wasn't, you know, he was very business like. Mm. There was a lot of by the book with, uh, you know, whatever by the book means. I mean, there was what you'd expect a manager to be is is a manager. He didn't necessarily say hi to everybody every day. Right. Okay. I bring this up because we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, But I think as a, as an overall individual who understood the nuances of what it took to build an athletic program and recognized what he wanted to get out of the uh, hires that he made, uh, you know, he, he found something in the people he interviewed. Right. Uh, had a good idea as far as overall scouting was concerned and managed to cultivate that within the university, and clearly it was successful. So successful that, that eventually the NCAA wanted to promote him. Correct. And did. Yeah, and did. And did. Yes. So, and, and he was very good in that role as well. So what may, Now, let's talk, <clears throat> about, let's talk about the Lute Olsen hire because that, I mean, 
there will never be... Lute Olsen is the most impactful hire, obviously, in university history. You could make the case that Lute Olsen might be the most impactful hire in Tucson history, yes, period. Yes, it, it, so, it is. Yeah, for it sure. Is. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Cedric Dempsey first hires Ben Lindsay, who is a Division II All-American coach at uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comes into Arizona, duh, goes 4-24, and um, doesn't uh, endear himself to people along the way, and is within one year he is out Lute Olson is in here's my question Lute Olson is in Iowa at the time and Lute Olson is has a program that's at a top 15 level he's made a final four I think they're coming off a sweet 16 you know they're not Duke or Carolina later on but they're good how was he able to lure him because this is something that every athletic director should try to figure and out. i think that is probably the skill set that i overlooked when i was d- d- discussing his managerial skills that dempsey had to be a good salesperson about what the university ultimately was and what potential it had and he had to be persistent and with olson that persistence came into play because remember he didn't go after olson once he went after olson twice Mm -hmm. hiring him was the second time he wanted olson the year before and olson turned him down to stay at iowa Mm -hmm. that's why Lindsay was not set dempsey's first choice right right uh and and that's where a lot of this gets interesting too because uh whereas dempsey made a bad hire with Lindsay, who was a follow-up choice, he made a pretty good hire with Tommy, who also wasn't his first choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one worked out reasonably well, and maybe he learned. Maybe it was luck, or maybe he learned a little bit from the way the Dempsey, uh, from the the way the Lindsay thing was right. ha- handled when he ultimately went after uh, Tommy, mm-hmm. uh, who again was not the first choice there. But with Olson, he stuck with it and stuck but what with was it he and able convinced to sell him. him the second time. Well, around. Olson. And tell me the story. Believed, you, you tell him the story you told. I think it was Arizona and Texas. That's correct. Yeah, go yes. ahead. Tell me that Olson story. Olson believed that, and, and and Dempsey may have had a lot to do with this. And, and we use this term jokingly in regards to ASU football. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. But the giant. Um, yes, the sleeping giant term. But Olson believed that there were two programs because of the way the population was shifting, because of other aspects that were taking place, the eventual move for Arizona, uh, getting its feet comfortable in a larger conference, potentially being the only game in town. Uh, A lot of dynamics about Tucson intrigued Olson, and he viewed the University of Arizona and the University of Texas as sleeping giant jobs in basketball, as places that he could go and succeed, as programs that with the right person could succeed favorably at a very high level. And Dempsey was able to convince him about the Arizona job, and after thinking about it for a year, I think Olson got to the point where he recognized that he'd probably topped out at, at Iowa. Iowa right. He could be competitive at Iowa, but he could be very good at Iowa. Right, we, and, but he, he, and could, he was. And he right. was. But he believed he could be great at Arizona, and it was an opportunity to really change the dynamic of an entire community at a time when there were transitional elements taking place in a large conference. And, and, and you know, you're at UCLA's trying to find its footing at this stage. You know, there isn't... Why was is it, Oregon why was, State really going to be Arizona, the dominant program let, for let a me, long period of time? Let me stop you right there. Sure, why was Arizona more attractive than Arizona State? It's an interesting question. Because Arizona think, State had had really good recent success. Obviously, that coach still wasn't there. And um, wasn't there. <clears throat> I, I, I think the thought in Olson's mind was that and it's interesting because Texas falls into this category too. 
is that ASU was not a basketball first school. Mm-hmm. Frank Cush had made yeah. ASU a right. football coach right. first and, and, and ASU school. was legitimately good in football. Legitimately then, not like, good not in football. Not like it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and so I think that played on. The other thing that I think Olson recognized is the size of Phoenix versus the size of Tucson. That there was an eventuality. Consider Olson came here in '84. Right. Okay. The Cardinals mm-hmm. came into town in '87. Right. The Suns were already established as a professional so team. So you could see that. So Phoenix where is that was a, You're fighting, and and maybe this is why he liked Austin as opposed to Tempe. Uh, in, in, in this regard, Austin, Austin's a college town that's not going to get a pro sports team right. in the near future. Tucson is a college town that isn't going to get a pro Ever. sports team in the near future. Right. You know, whatever the near future is, mm-hmm. you know. But what about Phoenix? Right. Phoenix is growing like crazy. They've already got the Suns. They've been bantied about uh, for maybe the NFL. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to be before other sports realize that there's a population growth in Phoenix that maybe doesn't right. apply in Tucson. So you can be in Tucson the only game in town. Right. And I, I think Olson calculated that. It's probable that Dempsey and he, him had a lot of discussions in regards to that. And the job uh, became appealing and obviously was great news for Dempsey, great news for Lute Olson, and phenomenal news for Arizona and Tucson as a whole. All right. Something else that's phenomenal is the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. Go against what Mike Luke and John Schuster think. We were talking earlier. I like the Dallas, or the excuse me, uh, Phoenix Suns to win this uh, game three easily. Right now, the Dallas Mavericks are up big time. 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 next step. All right. So, Cedric Dempsey is certainly a guy that is at the, and like you said, the NCAA hired him for mm-hmm. a reason. He brings in, let's talk briefly, and then I want to get to Jim Livingston. Okay. But then, so. Mike Candrea and Mike Candrea and Dick Tomey. I think the bold, the commonality that all of those three have is that they were all here a long time. That's correct. By by any mm-hmm. by any by measure. any measure of yeah. your professional career. Did he look at these guys and say these are? I mean, because and, and let's be a little let's be honest here. Lou Olson came in with a far more advanced. Uh, um, yeah, Olson was resume. appealing. Olson, Nobody could, knows about Candrea because women's softball is a is right. is apologies for right. women's softball fan a relative non-entity on the national stage. Right. Okay. Um, it is a non-revenue program. Correct. Uh, then and, and and football's okay. But what did he see? But, what did he see in Tommy and what did he see in Candrea? Uh, the Candrea one's interesting because. Because the Candrea hire really isn't a whole hell of mm-hmm. a lot different than the Lindsay hire right. was in terms of his background. Right. Candrea was successful at Central Arizona. Mm-hmm. So at least he he knew the area. Lindsay knew the area. You right. know, he was successful at Grand Canyon. Why why Dempsey went back to that model, I'm not necessarily I don't necessarily know what he saw in Candrea or how those conversations went down. It's an interesting question that I don't really have the answer. But from the out from from the, obviously it worked. Mm-hmm. So what was it that he saw about Candrea that was appealing? That's hard to say. You know, and, and but I'm Sometimes not sure. I'm not sure when. And, and 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 let's be fair. I'm not sure when Dempsey hired Mike Candrea. That Dempsey knew he was going to hire the guy who was going to entirely change the dynamic <laughs> of, of the a ent- sport and the entire state. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I mean, oh, I mean, Candrea for sure. Yeah, yeah my bad. Uh, of an entire sport. So if if you go through, and I know Mike Luke hates lists. Nobody hates sure. lists more than Mike Luke. Right. You can make a favorable argument that Mike Andrea is the most significant coach of a sport at the University of Arizona, not because it, what, what, of what he did at Arizona, 
which would also put him number one on that list, but what he did to change the entire sport mm -hmm. and make it much more accessible and much more universally recognizable. Candrea is on the front lines of that. Right. And I don't think Dempsey saw that coming. That that would be ridiculous, a, a ridiculous level of clair, clairvoyance. Right. But uh, obviously, that hire and a bunch of hire, uh, other hires that he made from a longevity standpoint and an effectiveness standpoint gave Arizona the foundation to be a very solid to very good athletic program. All right, let's talk Jim Livengood now. You know Jim Livengood. Uh, you guys, I mean... Haven't I, talked to Livengood in a while. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, you guys know each we other. We chatted quite a bit. Yeah, for yes. sure. Mm -hmm. I know Livengood better than I know all the other athletic Now, again, players. the reason that I'm relying on you here is because you lived this. Now, by Jim Livengood, by this time, I'm st Mike Luke is starting to... Uh, feel his oats a little bit. He's starting to figure out things that are going on. Just, and again, this is from an outsider perspective. I'm going to ask you. The thing that I think Jim Livengood's best quality, I think, is that there definitely seemed during his reign, especially in the mid-90s, there seemed to be very much of a community feel at Arizona. Everybody kind of liked, you loved the basketball program. Yes, Dick Tomey drove you crazy, but you know what? People were still showing up. Arizona wasn't a joke by any means. Baseball had fallen on hard times. Candrea's at the top of the list. But it seemed like it was a happy athletic department. Is that fair? I think that's absolutely fair. Right. Uh, and, and, and this is why I think, oddly enough, there's this revisionist history about what said Dempsey was partially connected to the family atmosphere that Livengood created. Right. Dempsey wasn't a really touchy-feely guy. Right. He was a manager who expected you to do your job. Mm -hmm. And if you did, did your job, great. Right. Live and Good was much more family-driven, right. much more the university is its own community. Uh, coaches get along. He's going to reach out, very positive, uh, check in on a lot of that. He was a much more upbeat guy. That was his approach. I think his other strength was stability. And this is the one thing that I think is undervalued in terms of the Live and Good era. Live and Good was the great stabilizer. Remember, that's a very difficult job for him to have, and he had it for 15 years. Right. You're replacing the best athletic director in the history of the school. <laughs> yes. And at the time— And people know it by that time. Everybody knows he's <laughs> yes. the best athletic right. director in right. the history of the school right. and is probably always going to be the best athletic right. director in the history of the school. Right. Okay. You're the immediate replacement for that. But Livengood was smart enough to be a stabilizer, came in with a positive attitude. His employees liked him. They performed well, and they were able to stay. It is a remarkable accomplishment that uh, for how many of the Dempsey hires stayed through the entirety of Livengood's tenure right. as athletic director. Right. That's absolutely, that's pro that is probably unusual at a lot of schools. And I think you could argue it helped to put Arizona on solid footing. One of the things that I, I think is interesting here, because I know I, I, I think you want to break it at about this point before you move on, is overall, Arizona has had the, the relative stability of the athletic department at that position as a whole. Arizona's had, what, four athletic directors in 40 years? 40 years. 40 or 45 years? Exactly, right. Now, I haven't looked at a lot of other schools, but that sounds like a low number based exactly. on what you would expect from that position, and that's probably more often than not a pretty good thing. Now, let's talk, well, real quick, because I got a couple other questions here. But, again, one thing I don't have any questions about is the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You put in $5, the NBA is going on right now, you get $150 in free plays if you're a new customer, make it happen. My DraftKings pick of the week is the... Uh, 
Phoenix Suns to win the series against the Dallas Mavericks. How about that one right there? Okay, now let's talk about the end of the Jim Live and Good era because, again, lots some really good things happened we talked about. There's two things, obviously, that's, that stick out. Dick Tomey, and well, let's start with Dick Tomey because there's a, lot to, there's a lot to unwind, and we might even take this into the next podcast. Dick Tomey. By 1998, Arizona's 12-1, but in typical Dick Tomey form, he was never able to build on that. I believe that Arizona had a couple, uh, what, a 7-5 and five and a 6-6, and six. I mean, around 500 mm-hmm. after that. And I think Tomey's last year, they started 5-0 and oh or 5-1 yeah. and, and completely and, collapsed. Yes, exactly. Now, did he have any choice to get rid of Dick Tomey at that point? And the, my other question is, how in the world did he sign? Was was John Makovic or uh, was John Makovic just an overreaction to? Okay, I'm just going to get some guy who's in a suit and a tie, and he can th- he'll throw the football around. Was just yes. an overreaction. I and I can't fathom that Makovic was the first choice. Right. Uh, so working your questions in reverse, uh, the John Makovic hire was disastrous. The difference was. And, and, and maybe it's just more difficult because of the dynamic of uh, the, the what could have been of Arizona football versus the what could have been of Arizona basketball. Consider, if said Dempsey doesn't make a quick move with Ben Lindsay and makes a second bad hire for a basketball coach, Arizona basketball could be a non-factor. Right. Okay. Because remember, Dempsey made a crappy hire right. with Ben Lindsay. For sure. Livengood made a disastrous hire with John Makovic and then I think made a good hire with Mike Stoops, mm-hmm. which just didn't pan out right you know and and and, and so that was but you could certainly see the reasoning and the uh, and the uh, mentality behind the stoops without hire. a doubt you the Makovic one is difficult right and that and, and and that's absolutely spot on that is it was absolutely an overreaction it probably wasn't his first choice and it was a horrendous hire uh and and you know, obviously it was a stain on, you know, live and good success rate. Did he have a, you know, a, a, the obvious cop-out answer is you always have a choice. But right. in reality, pragmatically, the end of the Dick Tomey era was upon us, and rightfully so. Right. Uh, how you were going to navigate beyond that is something that live and good wasn't able to obviously do well. All right. Now, the end of the, uh, you know what, because this is such a fascinating topic, we're going to talk about the end of the Lute Olson era, and then we're going to talk about Greg Byrne and Dave Hickey on the next podcast. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.